Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. All right, Sean. Um, we are we are recording this um, uh, a little ahead of time because you both have uh, some some big trips coming up. I, I don't. I'm going to stay here on my ass in North Arlington, where where I live. That's fine. You were, uh, you know, you've done some traveling this summer, and I think you probably have some more on tap. If I if I know you, uh, but yeah, I, I am. Uh, as you are listening to this. Uh, I have just returned from a weekend trip to Asheville, North Carolina, which I'm very excited about. Um, and sadly, uh, Virginia is is losing a resident. Um, we can we can reference what I believe is episode 36 um, about helping your friends move because uh, Max is saying goodbye. Not to the podcast, though. That's right. Uh. uh yeah. So, and once again, I'm helping Max move for the, uh, you know what? I don't have enough fingers. <laughs> well, there was, there was the, I, yeah, I guess, I guess it is the, the third time, but there was one move that I effectively helped you do twice. Um, and in front of the, so just this summer alone, you, I'm helping you move once friend of the pod, Kevin, I've helped move twice. Uh, so, You're so helpful. Yeah, I, and but the fact that I'm keeping track of it, the, the fact that I know probably means I'm not that that helpful. But when I move, I'm just saying, <laughs> folks better be out there. You're, you're going to drop a bomb. But so anyway, so in the meantime, I, I think after all of this helping people move, you should probably treat yourself to dinner. Yeah, and not just this pizza and beer thing. Uh-huh. Uh, no, that's oh, <laughs> the gig is up. That's that's for your movers. I'm talking about you. You, the mover, should treat yourself to dinner. Well, it's interesting you say that because this this past week, by the time that you're listening to it, but we're we're in the midst of it right now. Yeah, we can get continuity messed up. Who cares? Yeah, but so we're in the midst of uh, DC's Restaurant Week. Um, I I have enjoyed it. Max, you've you've enjoyed it. Are going to enjoy it, right? Um, I. I'm going to a restaurant tomorrow evening, but I'm not sure if it's a participant in restaurant week. If it's not a participant, it's a bum-ass restaurant. <laughs> All right, tell you. then yes, I will enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and Sean, I know they do this in, in Charlottesville, too. Uh, I don't know how long this practice has been going on, but it is. it certainly caused a, a bit of a fervor in my office over deciding where and when and how you're going to go. Yeah, it's. I'm not sure exactly how long. Let me see if the intern can can find it really why, quick. Why, Max? Why did you roll your eyes at the idea of a fervor about about going to to Restaurant Week? I just, um, I, probably for the same reason I rolled my eyes and you just couldn't see it uh, because Restaurant Weeks are a scam. I firmly believe oh, this. Yeah, it's the, the same restaurants that are available every other week uh, of the year. Like I don't but, know. Like, but not... but but the price point is thirty five dollars for a three course menu, not including drinks or tax or tip. Right. Um, but right. it's thirty five like dollars. Is that not a no, tremendous it's not. deal? We'll go into like detail, we said, but I don't think scam. so. Uh so I 
don't know if I'd say it's a scam. Uh, all right, I just we'll, wanted, we'll, can, we'll, I'll stop interrupting. We're, we're going to have to get into this because I am not a fan, but I think uh, maybe slightly different than than what you you all are talking about. I've tried, to, I've talked to people and tried to get an idea of what is appealing about this to them. So a scam scam is a, a, a strong word coming out of the box hot as today, i as i do uh, let, Sean. Me, so, let me lay out my case for you here you are a regular ronald acuna I, jr yeah right now. yeah I'm, I'm leading off and hitting big dingers um so let's start with that price point um and, and say okay maybe there are restaurants there where you couldn't eat three courses for 35 dollars uh, before I, I think that's true. Uh, I, I'm I'm willing to accept that. However, the value that comes in a restaurant is in choosing what you want to eat from their menu. Now, restaurant week for that price point. Not only do you have to choose; it's a three course. You know, it, it's a, a cut down menu. It's you know, it's a Right, it's a it's limited, a limited menu. menu. Yes, um, and, and you're forced into choices that you may not have made before. Um, I, I don't necessarily, like, you know, we we did a whole episode on on restaurant desserts, and I think I, I, if I recall correctly, I said I don't get dessert in restaurants. Uh, but well, you do that's during why restaurant week. I don't go to. That's part of why I don't go to restaurant week. Um, I I'm. I'm owning this corner. I've never been to a restaurant week dinner in Charlottesville or DC. Uh, and I don't, and I don't really plan to. Interesting. Sure. And that's, and I, we will likely have similar views on if we, if we don't plan to, uh, or, or why we choose not to Max, have you been to any? I have. Yes. Okay. Uh, for the sake of me asking, where did you go? Because I think that this this is kind of oh. where I want to go next. Mm, it's oh, a it's Mediterranean the... place near my current apartment. Oh. Do you go to Capnos? Yes. Oh, that's a pretty good restaurant. But that's a good example. That happens to be a place. And so you mentioned scam, Sean. And I've talked to some people and I've heard this idea of value. And and I do think an argument can be made where you get a better value at certain places. Capnos, I'll point out, Max, is, is and for those listening, is a place that is kind of, they do a lot of small plates. That's right. So $35 for small plates, That's there's kind of an incongruity there, just because I feel like you get eight small plates as opposed to three larger courses, like a bigger appetizer, a, 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 a main, and something so else. Actually, so that, I actually so like that, that seems a lot weird. better. Max and I... Uh, probably a month ago or thereabouts uh went to ambar mm-hmm. in clarendon and had the balkan experience where we paid 35 dollars for unlimited small plates and that was fantastic and that's, that's we were able to ring yeah we were able to ring the... I think, a great deal of value out of our money because there's value i think when you go to a restaurant there's a there's certain value in variety uh, which we were able to achieve. And then also, I, I think, you know, there are some, I know I've been to, there, there's a, a restaurant, we actually, uh, my family has a family friend that uh, owns and runs a restaurant in the French Quarter. And uh, a lot of the time they're doing 
kind of like a, a fixed price. Uh, it's not a tasting menu because it's not the courses are not chosen for you. It's not something where you pay a fixed price like uh, I believe Max, your experience at Pineapple and Pearls, but you have you still have the ability to choose from certain buckets, and you don't necessarily. Uh, things are actually it's not a fixed price. Things are still priced a la carte within those buckets. You just, you know, I guess that makes it not really a, a fixed price menu. Um, but I, I don't, you know, I don't mind, you know, a small set of choices. What I don't like is having a smaller set of choices than that restaurant would typically offer. Uh, usually they don't offer some of the the signature things that make you want to go to those restaurants. So like, I, <clears throat> you know, at, at Charlottesville, you know, in uh, downtown Charlottesville, one of the uh, more more fondly loved restaurants is CNO, and, and their signature dish is something called steak chinoise. And um, I, I'm checking the menu just to to be sure, but if I remember correctly, it, it's not it's not on that menu. Yeah. So, and, and I think you, you, you mentioned the place where you got unlimited small plates in comparison to a place where Max went for restaurant week that is also known for their small plates. I assume Max that the structure of this place going on this idea that the things people come for weren't necessarily on the menu. What was the structure when you went? Do you recall? Uh, so yeah, I think it, it was last year. I believe the structure was similar to a traditional restaurant week, which as I believe Sean mentioned is usually a three course. It's usually an appetizer, an entree and a dessert. Yeah. And I believe the structure was similar only it was like a first course and they would have like six small plates and you chose three of them, I think. Mm. And then it was the main and you chose another three out of six and then you might've chosen another few and then a dessert. So it was, it was, it was good, honestly. And, um, I don't know. I think I, I take issue with with Sean referring to it as a scam, and and I don't I don't really agree with that. I think that the looking I, for value yeah. is is tricky. I came out I harder mean, than I so than I, I really intended yeah. to, but I do. <clears throat> I think there's a big disconnect between price and value. I think you get a I think you get a good deal. Oh, yes. on on Restaurant Week, if what you want to be able to say is, you know, if you want to be able to say that you went to CNO but you only have $35 for dinner. Like I, I can, I can appreciate that to a certain extent, but I don't, I still don't think you're actually getting a good deal in terms of value because you're not getting the proper experience in my opinion of dining at CNO. Um, and so, you know, something sure. like your experience with the small plates at Capitalist, that to me is more, is more interesting and, and carries more of that non-monetary value with it. And so I think something like that would be, I would be more interested in. Yeah. And, and I think that the, there's still the application of, of this idea that maybe I'm not getting the signature dishes, but as far as times when you do get, when price and value comes together, I talked to some people at work who were very excited about this. And one thing I heard from a couple people is they go and they look up not only the ratings, because it's easy to find a place that's rated well in both Charlottesville and D.C. and probably whatever city other people are in. But this whole figuring out value from how many dollar signs are on the Yelp or the Google thing. And so what 
people have mentioned to me, um, they brought up and last, I guess in the winter, I went and did this, which is you go to like a steakhouse and it's like, oh, I get a better value out of this because the steak would normally be X amount. And so now I'm getting the steak for cheaper. Now, I think that there is truth in that for sure. But for me, I'm turned off a little bit because it's like, well, I don't really ever want to go to steakhouse. I think that that is fortunately or unfortunately, depending on your view, a dying thing. Um, you just don't see them as much anymore. I, I, go look at the go look at the list. It just came out of the top ten new restaurants in the United States, uh, which is done by Bon Appetit. It's a really great list. They put a lot of thought into it. I don't know that any of them show steak uh, as one of their photos. It's a lot of Mediterranean. It's a lot of you know, fruits and vegetables uh, presented in really unique ways and right. even turkey and the wolf last year definitely not a steakhouse um and and you get you also get a lot of southeast asian um influences there are no cows there basically um so i i see that you might feel like you're getting a value in in going to a steakhouse versus a place like capnos or i went to an italian place the other night and that actually might have been a good value uh but uh, that's it's tough i think if you're just talking money from my experience if you went for restaurant week for that menu but on a non-restaurant week i feel like at most places mm. you're really just getting the dessert for free yeah <laughs> like, well and you might which, and you, which great if you were gonna go and get a three-course meal then sure you're getting a free dessert but as sean pointed out and I, that's I'm the biggest root of why you know that. why i came yeah. out hot with with the word scam it's just that they're they're essentially forcing you down a path that I think more likely than not, you wouldn't have gone down if you were going to that restaurant any other week. There's also the added thing that, uh, you know, Pierce, you mentioned that you work with a lot of people that are really excited about restaurant week. I can, I can tell you this from walking around Charlottesville during restaurant week. It's packed. It's so full of people that it's harder. Yeah. It's it's not the kind of thing where yeah. it's not really the kind of thing where you have, you know, physical access to a restaurant that you might not have been able to get a table at otherwise because it's overrun with restaurant week patrons. Uh, and, you know, so it's the restaurant, I think, is sort of taken entirely out of its typical mode not just in terms of how the restaurant is operating, but in terms of who is there and how they're approaching the experience of being at this restaurant. So, like, there's just it's uh, more entries in the laundry yeah. list of reasons why why I don't go to restaurant week. It's just, my dad. My dad has this legendary uh, long list of of, <clears throat> of reasons that you know he keeps assigning fake gigantic numbers to why we never had a dog growing up uh, and. I think in a lot of ways, this has become my version of that. It, this is my, you know, uh, shouting from the top of the hill, you know, this is my moment. This is my old man yells at cloud moment. Yeah. And I know in DC, it's hard enough to go to a restaurant that you want to go to anyways. And so now it's near impossible. And part of it is, is the experience at the restaurant is being able to you know, spend a little more time, relax a little bit, get to talk to the servers. When there are 50 million people and you've got all these people saying, oh, you know, I don't eat X. So can you, can you do this? Can you switch it up? Can you substitute? 
There are no substitutions during restaurant week. So they're more frazzled and it's just not going to be the authentic experience. And we talked about uh, the, the idea of not being able to get to the signature dishes or, you know, you got to go away from the restaurant week thing. You add in the fact that the, the staff is probably really frazzled and, mm, and worn yeah, thin. You might be eating at weird ass times because that's the only time it worked. I so like what is what is restaurant week good for, Max? Well, so I have one thing it's good for, which is that I really like going out to eat at restaurants, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's tough to find people that are willing to go. And people seem more willing to go during restaurant week, because which is a think, terrible reason because they think it's less expensive. <laughs> because yeah, they, and um, yeah, I guess they think it's less expensive. That must be it. Because what's the other well, reason? So, Unless you think that the restaurant is giving you like their A game, best of the best. Like, hey, this is our our um, you know display. Of, I mean, it's not like Sean it's mentioned. Def- that's not what's I think happening. It's the opposite, but maybe you know. Uh, it's just, I mean, it just rather. isn't. I mean, let let this. Yeah, but, you know, you add on to that, Pierce, not only are the patrons frazzled if they can't get the substitutions they want, but the the wait staff is probably pretty frazzled from trying to turn, you know, 11 billion people in and out every night. You know, it just it makes I think it makes for a worse experience for everyone. This is yeah. consider this the my official plug from a person who eats out at restaurants way too often. Um for eating out at restaurants less and, and and letting it be more of a a thing where you know this is the time I'm going out to a nice dinner this week so let me let me know that I'm willing to take a little more time maybe spend a little bit more money and, and go go make this a yeah. memorable experience I know I you know I eat out too much but I also don't you know I have a couple places that are, are typically, you know, very, very casual spots that I go when I go out too often. But, you know, every now and then, like, it's actually really nice to have uh, to have a night where you say, I'm going to this place that I don't usually go. And it's going to be a special thing for me. I'm going to spend a little more. I'm going to take some time. I just I actually just did that last week. Um I, I walk by uh, Now and Zen, which is a, a sushi place in Charlottesville, twice a day going to and from work. And I've never been there. And, you know, part of it is that, you know, it's a little, it, you know, it's a little more expensive than the kind of places I typically eat. And part of it is just, you know, sometimes it's easier to go home and and cook something. But Emily and I went and we're like, look, we're just going to, we're going to enjoy this meal and what it costs, it costs. And we're going to appreciate the experience. And it was great. It was so good. And, you know, we didn't, we didn't go out of control. Nobody went broke over, over our one dinner, but it was, it was really nice to have that be a unique experience and a unique experience, I think is the exact opposite of what you get at restaurant. Max, you were going to say something. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, I, I realized one thing, which was you were talking about how busy it is during restaurant week and the servers and this and that. I did realize that when I went to Capnos, it wasn't actually restaurant week. It was mm. the week after. That's interesting. But they offered us the restaurant week menu and we chose to do it. 
Oh. So <laughs> that's not really fair. So, I mean, um, I went... But we did choose, which is interesting. Yeah. We had the full menu and we had the restaurant week menu and we both chose to do the restaurant week menu there. But again, mm-hmm. I think the small plates is very different because yeah. it was still a very variety focused restaurant week menu. I mean, the, so the, the other night I went um, to Filomena, which is a, an Italian restaurant in Georgetown, which there are only so many good Italian restaurants in DC, though they're expanding. This one's an older one. $35. And then what I actually ended up paying was 60. And of the group of like six of us that went, I, I, me and one other person paid the same and it was the least. And it's, you add a drink and then you add your tip. Part of it was the, the, uh, how large the party was. But yeah, I, I think that there's this, this misnomer that you're saving money. And what that goes to Sean, as you kind of mentioned, it's, well, if I want to go out to eat, and I want to have a nice time eating, and I want to be able to try something that I'm interested in, then why am I going on this this week? And part of me is, so I should say for me, if I want to go to a place, I don't go out to eat as often. I should go out to eat more because I, there are a lot of places in DC that I appreciate. I want to go back to, but there are places I need to try. If it matters to me that much, I'm going to go and I'm going to go whenever. And it does that. That's fine. I'm concerned that this is another instance of more or less the collection mentality. This is a way that you think is a low buy-in, low-risk way to say, oh, I went here and here. You you have people, and, and I've interacted with them before. It's like, oh, during restaurant week, I did these five restaurants. I went out every night, blah, blah, blah. It's like, and, and that's why I rolled my eyes when you first mentioned yes. the people that were excited about it. And it's like, did you go or did you just – did you take – a picture for the gram of the thing that everyone else took a picture of too, because you, you know, you're on this limited menu and if you're happy, okay. But if you're just trying to show off to me, it's like you, you went to the restaurant, but it, it's, you went to the rest. I mean, Hey, we are, keep in mind, okay, we are, your your bat was corked in a way. A, a true expert and, and a, a hall of fame level performer in the field of Instagram pictures of, or Snapchat pictures, I guess, of small plates at, DC area restaurants. Oh, chat's <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, beside that, um, I will say something. So, so Sean mentioned earlier, he said you get value from, from choosing from a menu or you're forced into choices you may not have. Um, I, it made me kind of a little defensive because I do kind of happen to like um, tasting menu places, which I think we've talked about. Mm. And I think that this is very different. And I think the, the biggest very reason different. I can think of, well, not only that you're, that's, that's always how those restaurants operate, which mm-hmm. is, this is a set menu, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of it is around like the full ability of yeah how, how the restaurant is supposed to be yeah. experienced and the, and the chef's ability to be as creative as possible. As opposed to a limited expression. It is exactly. the full expression. It is a lot of times the full expression of that day of things available. It, it, is. it is totally, it is not, it, it's not being catered to these outside forces of people during a certain week. It is around mm-hmm. what, uh, as interpreted by, if, you know, it doesn't have to be an, for the culinary arts. We're going to sure. say it's, it's food and, and just this art, yeah. this expression of the, the staff. And, and to that point, I, I, I like what Sean was saying about making it a unique experience, but in, in your head, you almost, I've only been to one, but I'm, I'm going to another soon. And you really do have to separate them. I mean, they're in the league of their own in terms of price point, but it really is like a totally different experience than just simply dining at a restaurant. Yeah. So my one little, yeah, uh, I, mean, push I agree for, with, for that. I agree with that. I, no, I've should, never, I mean, I, yeah, 
they're prohibitively expensive. <laughs> but also, you could buy you could buy <laughs> ten Yugos, or you could buy one Porsche. I mean, or, or some something like that. It's like, a great if you keep price. buying Yugos, and they're you're like, these kind of suck. Why do they keep breaking? It's like you could have just bought. They're a great <laughs> price. And you yeah. can say you had a car, and I had a blue one, and I had a red one, and this one had had you know yak leather because it's a Yugo um, from from the Caucasus Mountains. I, I don't I don't really know. It's it's just I I can't I cannot ascribe value to to being able to say you went to a place and and what some people do. I mean, I can ascribe value to places I've been, but I also don't talk about in the same way. So the being able to talk about having uh, restaurant hot takes, so to speak. Uh, you know, I I don't put a lot of value in that. If you ask me about a place and I've been, I'll have I'll try to have a conversation with you about it. But I do know that what you're describing, Max, and you know, Sean, what you described in Nouns in a place that I've talked about wanting to go and I have still never gone in Charlottesville. Um, I, that sounds like the kind of experience you want to have, and I would suggest to others that they seek. And maybe you don't go out to eat for the two weeks before so that you can make that work. Yeah. Blowing 35 a night, five to seven days, that sucks. I I did think of one good part of restaurant week, which is that often um, the menus are laid out similarly to how if you were to get the restaurant to cater an event, they would have a set menu for you. And so that could be a way to (laughs) to see how they do with a a set menu like like for a catered event. (laughs) Yeah. Which I've planned before, and, and I've worked with the chef to kind of create a menu, uh-huh. and they give options and this and that, and so um, very different, but just for some reason something I thought of that's... Yeah, I, I mean, uh, and, and I think to the... And you can kind of tell where they've they've done things around. I got too much food the other night, which is weird for at the Italian place. Like, there were six of us, and so we all got an entree, which was about the size of my dining room table. And if I had been with six people outside of restaurant week, I probably would have gotten three and 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 split it. But you can see where they're doing things, which is, I feel like normally this would be with veal or something, and they put chicken in it this time. So uh, definitely with the catered event things, I see that because I think that those are substitutions you make for for mass quantities. Um, yeah, I just I I can kind of understand the the value ideas that some people have with things like steakhouses or really expensive restaurants but with the really expensive restaurants i kind of think that they, they probably would be like no we're not doing this stupid thing we are a lot of those places are tasting menu type places they're not going to bend over backwards for this crew because they know that they're Just, still going to make a butt ton of money no i i and, wouldn't you're right i, I wouldn't say that, scam either ultimately but i wouldn't say a scam remember but, that you know, they're misleading. You should, you should treat luxury or, or, or semi-luxury dining as a luxury and experience it that way. It, it's, it's worth it. Good, good food made well by someone who really knows what they're doing is it's worth it, and it's worth experiencing it the way that that person intends to have you experience it every day as opposed to the way restaurant week is set up. Uh, 
I agree. Uh, or you know, that's, eat out that's every a fair night point and of support view all well. your local businesses. But, it, but Who are we if, to judge? <laughs> if your aim in life is to make sure that you support all of your local businesses by going and eating in restaurants, make that be your thing all the time. Don't just let it be either either go all in or <laughs> or treat it the way it should be treated. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, no, no. It reminds me of something. Why? Shout out Ermin Trout. Just, you know, no half measures. Like you should do oh. this all out if you're yeah. if you're gonna do it. Um, yeah. Uh, that that said, like I don't know. It probably is I, good for all the servers this week. They're probably making more money hard, than they would on a Tuesday night, say. at least. It, it's hard to say. Maybe. Um, Maybe. I don't yes. know. Um, all right. Anybody have anything else they want to add? Because you, yeah. Um, no, no. I think we've <laughs> we've talked about how just value these things. I feel like yeah. this just devalues um, it. I think going that, out to dinner I is think really that's right. Nice. And, and if you think we're wrong, it's a uh, come find us on Facebook or Twitter at Pretty Okay Pod and tell us why. Oh, we're gonna ignore you. We we. We don't believe we're wrong. Yes, but please, because I, I, I think we'd be. Uh, we've done some research. We'd be. We'd be interested to to hear why you think we're wrong. Oh um, no, I'll and, read. And I'll read emails of we'll why, for why your I'm wrong. Emails or snarky tweets. Um, it, it it's time once again for Pierce is sorry. And uh, what's on the apology docket this week, man? Well, uh, so Max and I recently had, uh, at the time of this recording last night, we had a, I would say a poor service experience um, uh, as, as relates to, you know, food and beverage in the, the industry. And in those situations, you, you think about other interactions. And I was reminded of one that I had at Rock and Roll Hotel a few weeks ago when I was seeing Camp Cope. And as frequently happens at these events uh i'll i'll get like a tall boy of pbr tecate or something so in this case i got a tall boy of pbr and we've talked about tipping before on this and the importance of that there is one bartender who is serving everybody in rock and roll hotel i'm sure that bartender did pretty well for the day so i ordered this pbr tall boy and they use the the special bartender tool opener to open the beer and they put it down and they ask for my card. Normally in these situations, I, I tip a dollar. That's just what I always do. And so I got it this time and I thought, is this the right precedent? So I decided in that moment, no, for once I'm going to, I'm going to tip 50 cents on this, this $5 beer. And I felt kind of weird about it, but I didn't anyways. The thing I'm apologizing for is not, not that principle. I think that I was, I was not wrong. I think a lot of people probably do that. Um, I don't know that I'm going to do it again. What I'm sorry for is for probably the first and second grade teachers that I disrespected. They might be in their graves because I added $1 to $5 to make it 6 even though I wrote down $0.50. Cents. So I failed at addition, made myself look like an ass to the bartender, and my first and second grade teachers are probably rolling in their graves at my poor math skills. So I messed up 
all around. And I'm sorry for the bartender. They definitely deserved a dollar well, and they got I'm, it. I'm glad you and made the that teachers mistake who because were patient with me and uh, otherwise you were, you were going to have to add. deal with the counterpoint, which is that you failed at writing after failing at tipping appropriately. Bar etiquette dictates $1 per drink ordered. And I know that, and that's the only time I've ever done it. And I, it, yeah, it, that, oh, you deserve like, to karmic that up experience, for, for like and trying to, to venture to I'm always going to do it. Um, but yeah, yeah. If if I had gotten it, well, you can't get cocktails there. But it's also you, like if you get a cocktail and you you tip a dollar, and it's ten dollars versus my five dollar beer, it's. There's so much more work going in there. It's it's just like at the coffee shop. If someone makes and you that's, an espresso-based beverage, they, they open up the drink. Or they you, hand you a cup and no tell you to what, go you get it yourself. No matter what, you dollar per drink. If you're going up and ordering from the bar, I mean, especially if you're ordering beer, like you shouldn't be tipping less than a dollar. There you go. Um, all right, so we'll uh, no, we'll close and, the show with a big I, idea from I, pop culture. Point, I never have related to beer. Um, right now, I'm as we record, I'm drinking a Great Lake Great Lakes Oktoberfest, which I'm very happy about. Um, and I'm also very happy about the fact that um, Beer Run, one of one of my preferred mm. local beer spots, uh, is uh, actually right now as we're we're recording on this Wednesday evening, uh, tapping three different brews from the veil uh the veil uh, that's a, a really it's a really good question i think in part because you, i'm going why are to, you talking uh, to us then yeah, going to doing? go drink a bunch of delicious beer in Asheville. um but uh, the veil is a a great inventive adventurous brewery in richmond uh that we have been to and had uh, a a great and interesting time there uh their walls are all decked in black and i believe they have mm-hmm. sort of animal skulls mounted all around if i remember correctly <laughs> i believe that's uh, yeah. true <laughs> <laughs> wait well you there's, guys are describing how i want time. my new apartment there's to look don't don't for you don't to, give this to, make to someone else it's totally apartment. my idea first um so they're they they're tapping uh, the Hornswoggler Adjunct Lord Chocolate Milk Stout, uh, the uh, the Yellow Bugatti Triple IPA, and the uh, oh, Child Support Hoppy great. Pilsner. I'm I'm interested uh, in trying all of those things, um, and, and, and hmm. I'm I'm sad that yeah. there's a decent chance that I won't uh, I won't realistically be able yeah. to drink all of them uh, between now and when I leave. Yeah, I, I mean, fortunately, the veil uh, continues to just have yeah. a greater and greater footprint. So you'll be able to get that hopefully soon. Or oh, just there, go to Richmond. There, there is a you a are plan, taking a beer trip. A as well, to, not a beer trip. You're taking a, a trip breweries. to a beer mecca. Um, some, the biggest thing I think we're trying to decide is whether it makes enough sense to head yeah. about half an hour out of town to go to yeah. the Sierra Nevada outpost there.
Hmm. Um, yeah, the the one I know I'm, that, I'm so that everyone for this. goes I, there. I, I really I can't wait. It's going to be fantastic. Kevin recently is um, the and on that note, I I, I don't need place. to to make anybody jealous yeah. for too much longer. Uh, so that's the end of the show. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Pretty okay Pod or at our home on the web at www.prettyokpod.com. While you're there, you can check out our writings. Ian uh, wrote a new song review that will be up uh, by the time you are listening to this pod. Uh, or if that's not really your speed, that's okay because you can subscribe to the show on your device of choice so that you never miss an episode. They'll show up like clockwork every Tuesday. If you do that, please do us a favor. Leave a rating, review, comment, that sort of thing. Or if you have a friend that you think might like what we're doing, just tell them about the show. Uh, we really, we'd like to share that with them as well. Uh, we will be back again next week, as always, to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. Thanks for listening. Bye.